Welcome to Home Education Matters, the weekly podcast supporting you on your home education journey. Welcome to another episode of Home Education Matters and today I'm joined for episode six of A Journey into Home Education with Ash, Ash and Ismail actually and maybe towards the end of the year we should drag Ismail onto the podcast and then he can can give us like a one word response like how has your year been in home education? All right. Yeah, that's exactly what you'd get as well. Of course, that's what all children would say. But thank you so much for joining me again for episode six. And Ash, tell us how February has been. It's obviously a short month, but tell us how it's been for you. It is a short month. And we we took it a week off for kind of our half term. So we decided to just take a week off to break from formal learning, I suppose. So he had a break from his tutor. I think um, what's really helped for me anyway, from my point of view, is having somebody else to kind of, um, to kind of share the burden with or share the kind of like responsibility with so with regards to the uh, math specifically nothing else but with maths we've got I've got somebody else who I can kind of um, spitball ideas you know with and just kind of like decide where is Mel just assessing him and kind of moving forward with what he's learning and kind of having a different face for him as well it's I think quite beneficial sometimes when it comes to learning com- concepts he might be some days he might be like absolutely no I, I don't I can't bother with me but he'll 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 do it for somebody else so um that's been really helpful and so it's a combination because I still work with him on maths on three other days of the week but just having that two days with the tutor kind of just relieves some of the pressure so that's been really good from my point of view because I was getting really overwhelmed by that kind of December beginning of January time so it's really been helpful um and with regards to everything else it's actually just like clicking into place a little bit because um naturally his interests are um going down a way where I can kind of just quite easily incorporate them into things that are official like learning so right now at the moment he's one of the things that he's really interested in we haven't started yet it's funny because we were talking about video editing just a little while ago and he's really interested in um YouTubing so he wants to do like a speed run I don't know if you know what this is or not but it's when you go through a game really really quickly but he wants to speed run a Mario or something like that um, and he's been practicing but he wants to record it and he wants to edit it and then he wants to kind of put it out out there in the world um on YouTube or whatever he whatever he uses so um I think my mindset has changed a lot whereas initially like kind of maybe last year I'd be like that's a waste of time like why are you doing that that's just you know that's just more screen time etc I think more now we've kind of embraced that a little bit we're getting in the kind of equipment that he needs to be able to do that and then um working with him and teaching him how to um edit and be able to kind of uh, you know post those videos and, and there's so many elements to that aren't there there's like presenting writing a script and you know all those things that he's you know needs is going to need as a life skill all of those things will be incorporated within this project so I like that he's leading that and he has no idea that it's anything to do with school or home home educating or, or anything he just thinks I'm supporting him <laughs> in his quest to become a YouTuber so yeah um that's so those sorts of things are really falling into place which is really nice and in other areas as well his interests um, we're able to follow them a lot more than I guess when I was being very structured and oh no we've got to do an hour of maths or we've got to do an hour of this so that flexibility has allowed him to kind of show me where, where to go kind of lead the way a little bit. I remember right from early on I think it was our first episode together when you told me about Ismail um, setting up a lemonade stand yeah. and I remember thinking then he's like a perfect home educator a home educated child because he uh, 
when he has a passion, he really like flies into it and he and he really immerses himself in it and incorporates lots of learning into it. So I get the impression that this is something that you're now really beginning to see the benefits of as you go through. Yeah, absolutely. Because I think with any child, and I know this, the, the, the largest battle is getting them engaged, isn't it? And getting them interested in what they're doing. So if he's leading that, he's doing all the hard work himself. And then I can just kind of facilitate as opposed to lead, which is the best way for it anyway. So um, yeah, I think that that's great from that point of view. I think him taking that ownership has really been helpful. And we found we found kind of a new rhythm, I think, which is which is good. Kind of like I think we've settled into an, a good rhythm now uh, with with him. It doesn't feel so um, forced or kind of let's sit down and get the books out. Now, which we do have to do sometimes. But like on the days that he really doesn't want to do it, we will kind of adapt and do other things, and then kind of just do extra on some other days. It just it's not it's not you know that timetable that I made right at the beginning of September when you you knew you were like it's going to go out the window or my color coded everything. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. It has gone out the window absolutely. But I think um, I think that's because the power shift has changed. I think before it was me trying to kind of control everything and try to make it the way that I needed it to be for my for me to feel I guess better about it for me to feel like I'm doing the right thing. Whereas now I think we've shifted a little bit and I'm trusting him to kind of lead and I'm trying to just kind of um, support in the areas that that he will need support in. So that's a big shift that I've had to go through and has actually worked really well. I think um, that's one thing I noticed in the last episode that we did together as well last month was that your trust in him and his learning has really increased and I also get the impression that your your trust and your faith in yourself and the process of home education has also increased yeah it's it's weird though because I think it makes I feel as a life is so much easier than it was last year that's only because not not everyone will have had this experience although a lot of people will have done but just the the mental stress of not on me, just on, on Ismail, of getting him into school, of him having to deal with all the things in school that, that he was struggling with. And then, you know, I was struggling with doing homework with him, which is which is basic. In, in primary school, it's not going to be, it's not massive reams and reams of homework, but that's what made me, that, what's what made me doubt myself, thinking that I'm not going to be able to get him to do the, the to this. But the, when the pressure has come off from school, I think he's more, um, open to these sorts of things and the things that especially when it doesn't look like formal learning he's very much more engaged so yeah I think that that I do trust myself more I trust him more as well to kind of be able to tell me where he wants to go with it yeah and I hear this so often that parents say oh well I can't even get them to do their homework so I'd never be able to home educate and it is a really different thing isn't it it's, it's very different that sort of half an hour at the end of a school day to when you've got them there all the time and you're able to take these interests uh, you know like becoming a YouTuber is such a classic thing it's like our modern day being a footballer or something yeah. isn't it or being a pop star but there's so many learning opportunities in something like that. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's really important that that's the difference because I think, you know, what you were saying about just like, oh, I can't homeschool my children or home educate my children because I can't do the homework with them. The, the pandemic didn't help with that either when schools were sending work home and everyone's like, well, my kids didn't listen to me in that time. I was really struggling with that. That was really difficult. But if the planning is your planning, if you're planning the things, I think that's a completely different um, approach to it, isn't it? As opposed to doing the work that's being set by for the children in a very school, um, I guess, yeah, a school focused way it's very different to kind of leading it yourself so you I think anyone can do it and I think it's a massive um relief I think this year has been a, a good breather for us for sure and but I think like carry on 
No, but on, on Friday, so Friday we find out about secondary schools because it's 1st of March. So that's a day that I'm kind of still dreading a little bit because we'll see what happens with that and how he feels about, about secondary school at that point. So so I don't know anything about this, ha- this having not been in the school system, but so you apply for like a whole swathe, do you? And then you find out on Friday which ones you got. Is that how it works? A bit like university, is it? Well, exactly. So you basically will apply. And it's just like primary school applications, but obviously you won't know about that either because you haven't had to do that. But you'll just <laughs> apply with your local authority. Um, you'll put the list of, you'll have three choices. You'll put your list down of choices. We've only put two down. And then um, they will tell you. So that, that was in a kind of November time, I think was a deadline. And then they tell you on the first of March. But in my area, they do. I don't know if that's a national thing or not. But yeah, so you'll find out if your name has come out of the hat for you to be in the right the school that they they think you should be in. But I think so. Ismail's got very mixed opinions on that. I think he's one part of him is very kind of nervous about it, but understandably because it's a new school. Even children who haven't left the education system will be nervous about starting um, secondary school, and it's a big transition anyway from year six to seven. Particularly, you know, in in schools that go from year six in a different school to a bigger school in year seven. Um, but then partly there is the kind of um, yeah, I, th- I think he's looking forward to it. I think he's actually quite at the moment because I think whatever he's visualised is quite positive for him. Not because he doesn't like this. He like he he loves home educating because it's such a relaxed timetable. He can get up a lot later than he normally would, and all those sorts of things, which are really important to him. And I think they're important to most people if you think about flexible working and things like that. But he's that, that's really important to him. But I think in his mind. Um, yeah, I think he has an image of what it's going to be like. And I think he's looking forward to it, but not in a way that he's excited. I think he's just kind of, it's one of those things that he's accepted he's going to do. So it's interesting. It'll be interesting as we get closer, how how that looks for him and whether that changes his mind or how, yeah, just the, that progress um, into that will be interesting to, to, interesting, I say. I think it'll be quite stressful, but we'll see what happens. <laughs> Does he have a, one of the two schools that he particularly wants to go to? So the one that he wants to go to, so we went and had a look around schools in December, in yeah, November time, October time, whenever they were doing their, their look arounds. And um, yeah, we looked at two schools, the ones that are the local area schools, I suppose. One of them is my old secondary school, but obviously that was many years ago. Um, and he really liked that one. Um, and it's the closest one to us. And it's, I guess it's the one that a lot of the schools from his, a lot of the children from the school that he was in will be ending up in as well, because it's a feeder, it's not a feeder school, but it's close enough for that to happen. So that's why he went for that that one as his first choice. And the second choice was something else in the area. But as I was looking around, I was quite, I think it really strikes you when you've been out of the system for a little while, just how big the class sizes are, just how um, how structured and how, how rules are so, so rules like things that don't really actually matter, like uniform, for example, and things that you are, he's having a break from now, I think that will hit him quite hard when it comes to, to September. And I think a lot of family members, family members who don't properly understand home educating, despite me trying to talk to them about it, will say things like, uh, well, you know, you only do two hours of learning a day or one hour, however much formal learning is, because they won't see the other things as being learning. Um, how are you going to get used to, how are you going to adapt to when you're going to be full-time in September? Make Comments like that aren't helpful, really, obviously, mm-hmm. are they? But I suppose um, that, that that's something that will be in the back of his mind as well. And certainly is in the back of my mind from a stamina point of view is to sitting down for sustained lengths of time to be able to complete a lesson and things like that. It smells probably like, you know, when he gets fed up with me, he'll take a break and then he'll come back to it later. He is going to have to adjust. And it's only, he's only been out of the system for what, six months? As we were saying earlier on, it's been about six months. So yeah, that's going to be an interesting challenge for him if he decides to go back. 
Yeah, my experience of secondary school <clears throat> from when I was briefly, briefly a, a foray in teaching was that um, every 45 minutes or 50 minutes, they have to go from classroom to classroom. So they get that chance to get up and about. And there's absolutely no way even the best pupils sat and concentrated for the entire lesson. That never happened. So yeah. when it comes to the actual work that he'll be doing, it will be really short little segments anyway you know a lot of the start of the lesson is you know flannel a lot of the end of the lesson is like assessment in inverted commas but also kind of a bit of flannel and then you have group work which is lovely but isn't like it's not that much different to home ed in lots of ways so the actual sitting at his desk writing is not actually that much of the lesson so I, I don't think it, it's not I don't think it's something that I think sometimes people talk about school like you have to kind of militarily prepare for it you know like like it's a marathon where you've got to build up your you know your stamina okay. to be able to cope yeah. with school and and you have to think like if it's that much of a nightmare and if it's that hard for children to adapt to it why are we putting them in there like if it's that difficult for a 10 year old to deal with it an 11 year old to deal with it it's crazy but I feel that way and I think my mind shift being a primary school teacher up until kind of last year and end of last year has completely shifted as well so like it's, it's difficult because I'm very much like no let's stay home educated let's do all these fun things and I think it's going to be yeah I have to obviously like we said earlier in one of the other part of podcasts I'm going to have to follow his lead with it because I don't want him to not have the opportunity if he wants the opportunity but also I want him to know that there's a security and if he wants to at some point go back to home educating then that's going to be an option that's there for, there for him as well so but then there's the balance of like how long is you know he's given it a good chance because obviously it's going to be hard in the beginning but yeah that's that's the yeah, story I was gonna I was gonna ask you that actually I mean do you have a sense of like you need to give it at least half a term or anything like that so we because we, we haven't actually spoken about it so we buried our other than applying and having you know brief chats about it here and there we have kind of buried our sand in it our head in the sand with it so I think as it approaches when we find out on Friday um if it's Friday that we find we are supposed to find out on Friday but there could be delays um and then we'll I guess start talking about it in a more um kind of this is actually going to happen way and um I guess we'll we'll talk about you know there's going to have to be some rules in place because of course the first you know I remember going to secondary school and I remember the first half to my I'd, I'd have all the anxiety symptoms I, I loved it I was actually enjoyed school and I was actually with my people that I knew from primary school so I had a support system with me going in however I still found because it's such a big place and so everything's so new um I would have like stomach cramps and anxiety just just the first half term so it takes a while to just settle in anyway I think even if you are feeling kind of happy with the situation so um we'll have to think about that and think about how we're going to know when it's time to pull the pull the what's the the parachute what, what the cord for the parachute rip cord see a rip cord <laughs> yeah you mentioned that um you you're kind of pretty happily settled into home educator home educating as a as the parent and i wondered whether this month you could let us know how you're finding the process you as a as an individual as a mother as a as a person you know how are you how are you finding being a home educator so I think there are pros and cons for sure. So I think obviously being having Ismail at school or from from school age, so kind of be five, four or five, however however old they are, I've been used to kind of having that time, though those six hours in the day or whatever, where I can focus on work. And obviously being a teacher previous to this, I was kind of um, you know, I was doing my own thing at work and not having to worry about somebody else at home. I mean, first thing I'd have to say is that um our grocery bill has gone up 
significantly because I think I think we are all at home. We all work from home anyway. But I think yeah, I think it smells approaching that teen kind of age where they just eat all the time, don't they? My toddler eats all the time as well, so it's just one of those things. But um, yeah, so I think we're all at home all the time, and I think I'm with it smell a lot more now. That that's got its positives and its negatives as well. I think from a positive point of view, it's really nice to know what's going on in his life, and he will. He's very clo- he's very close to me, probably closer than he was. He's more open to sharing things with me and kind of our relationship has gotten even stronger not that it wasn't strong before but it's even stronger and it's nice to be able to see kind of the real him because I feel as though he was masking so much last year at school that he'd be so exhausted when he was at home that we wouldn't really be able to get the the, the humorous side of him all the time until we had a long holiday or something so he is very quick-witted his wits come back uh, not that it's ever, it ever went but it's he's very still very quick-witted and I'm seeing his real personality which is amazing so as a parent that's really nice to be able to see and have that relationship with your child there is obviously a lot more opportunity there are a lot more opportunities for kind of arguments or fallouts or kind of um yeah things that that can be tricky as well there's not a break I don't get the break to be able to say okay well we can reset after we we get back so there is a lot of that but remember I've got a toddler as well so that, that that's both that's both of them not just Ismail so from I guess overall, I think, I mean, overall, the 100% his mental health has improved so much. And that's all you want for your children is for them really to be happy or to be at least, you know, secure and just feeling safe and from an emotional point of view. And that we've achieved. And from that point of view, I feel very kind of good. Um, and then and the stress for me has massively reduced because, as I was saying, you know, we had tears, tantrums, all sorts of things getting in school and the, the, the emotional breakdown after school. So it's nice not to have those things. Um but yeah, obviously the pressure of all the, the I say all the planning, there, there is work that goes into it, even if you're leading, if Ismail's leading it, that is an extra thing that I wasn't doing before. But to me, it outweighs, the pros outweigh the cons for sure. So I think, yeah, it's it's been a really enjoyable and inter- eye-opening journey, journey for me. And what about the social side? How has that been? How has that been going? We got stood up. Oh my God, yeah it happens I've, I've taken i've taken matters into my own hand now so i've um started i I'm, we're having a board game club that i've gotten people in, in that way i've posted I've, I've arranged it it's starting next friday so not this friday um next friday where we're going to be congregating in the community hall a local community hall with lots of board games and things and i'm hoping we've had some interest um so i'm hoping people do turn up i'm fingers crossed i'm hoping people turn up um and we'll see how that goes. But I'm having to lead it myself because I feel as though every time I've tried to do anything else, it's just not it's just not worked. So we will see how that I will definitely update you next time on how that went and we'll see. One of our very first podcasts uh that we did was episode I think episode two was with Helen Royston and it was uh, kind of just getting started in home education episode and one of the bits of advice she gave when it comes to the social aspect was if it's not there already set it up and and I think it is it's a brave thing starting a home ed meetup because as you've discovered from your one-to-one lots of people say yeah and then like lots of people then don't show up and it's uh, and it's I always say it's a bit like herding cats home educators because home educators do tend to do their own thing that's that's how we end up home educating a lot of the time and so it's very difficult you know to organize these meetups but you're right if it's not happening for you 
then the best route is is to set it up and see how it goes. And a board game club is exactly the kind of thing I would have wanted to do as well. I mean, it's, yeah. it's such a nice opportunity for, for children to mix in a way that's reasonably structured, but allows them to talk to each other. Absolutely. Yeah. That's the idea. And I hope I'm hoping people, because, you know, people say they'll turn up and then they don't turn up. And all mm. I'm hoping, I'm hoping we do get some turn ups. So we'll see how it goes. <laughs> If if the worst comes to the worst, it'll be you and Ismail playing chess or something, you know. And exactly. it's not the worst. Yeah, exactly. We've we've all we've all been there. I mean, I've I've been I've attended sort of group one meetings that people have put a lot of effort into organising. They said, "Oh, we're expecting thirty families," and it's been me and the other mother. And I've also, you know, I've gone to meetups where I I was expecting, you know, lots of people, and it's just been me and the children standing in the rain. And it just and it is you factor it into the process, and it's it's a bit disappointing. And you take a big gulp, and you're like, "Here we go." But then there's other ones where you know you turn up, and loads of people are there, and it works really well. And it's just potluck. It's luck of the draw. Um, yeah. So hopefully, yours will be one of the. Lucky ones, I hope so. Fingers crossed, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what plans do you have for your next month? Because is it Easter next month or is that Easter in April this year? I don't know. What do you know? What I don't know. I think it is a really short half term. I think there's like a four week, five week half term, so it'll probably be towards the end of March. So we haven't actually planned anything for the actual holiday yet. So we haven't even thought about that really from that point of view. So with regards to learning, though, I think what's quite nice is I know that the year six children, which is the year that Ismail will be in at school, will be preparing for kind of sats and things, which he's not having to do. So I think we're just going to continue what we're doing. Our big project this month is going to be his. Um, his speed run and his YouTuber passion that he's got. So we're going to definitely follow that, continue with all the other things, the reading that we're doing and the books we're reading and the kind of the, the maths curriculum that we're kind of trying to stick to as much as possible so he doesn't fall too far behind. Um, so, yeah, I think that's our big project, really. Yeah, it sounds wonderful. And maybe ne- maybe by the time we catch up at the end of March, maybe if he's released his video, we can share it on the podcast and then people can, people oh, can watch amazing. his speed run. That would be fun. Yeah. <laughs> He'd love that. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you so much, Ash. It's been lovely catching up with you again. And we will see you at the end of March. Thank you so much. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us for today's Home Education Matters podcast. See you at the next one. Have a lovely day.